0: Welcome, Welcome
1: to, to another, another episode
0: of Driving, Driving to the, the Reds
1: with Larry, Larry and Anelia.
0: Wow.
1: Almost like effortless.
0: I know. We all sound professional.
1: <laughs> Good job, honey. Good job, honey. I'm proud of you.
0: Thank you. I'm proud of you,
1: too. So, interesting times we live in. Isn't that My a Chinese goodness. proverb?
0: I don't know. I think it's... Live in interesting times.
1: May you live in interesting that times. That's it,
0: yeah. May you live in interesting times.
1: May the intensity ratchet up and ratchet up and ratchet up. <laughs> may it continue to rise. Or is it intensity or interest? Um, interesting. There's well, an interesting relationship between intensity and interesting, isn't there?
0: Yes. People love intensity for some reason. They're addicted to it.
1: Hmm.
0: It gets them all...
1: Gives them a reason to move. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's their push. Intensity yeah. is a push?
0: Well, intensity doesn't... Here's all? the thing. It doesn't have to be negative. Here, see? That's the first thing.
1: Well, I didn't say it was negative, exactly. but I did say it could it's push. a push. Yeah. And intensity.
0: Yeah. So you didn't mean it was negative pushes? Or did you mean that it was negative pushes?
1: I just said intensity.
0: Yeah, but did you mean it was negative push- pushes or not?
1: Mm, um... <laughs> Categorically deny all (laughs) intent or impression of creating around um, (laughs) negative intensities. So, no, I'm not a negative intensitor. No, no. I'm a positive intensitor.
0: Good, good for
1: you. I just just watched a nice hour-long chat with our favorite Dr. Cowan. Yes. He's talking to a fellow fellow doctor, Stephen Lenka. And Stephen Lenka was a, or is a biologist and a um, marine biologist and a um, scientist. And um, he was very well put together, very intelligent. You could tell he has very, very good truthing skills.
0: And also very good communication skills. Reasonably good communication I'm not communication a scientist skills. and I could understand what he was saying.
1: You can see the obvious flaws in some of the experiments that are done that create the basic foundational Understanding of how things work, yeah, which means that the entire understanding of how things work
0: is flawed.
1: Is flawed at its foundational level, yeah, which means yeah. none of it's true actually.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so
1: the observations only match the um, um, the observations only match the expected reality. Yeah. If you ignore
0: the reality, <laughs> <the> reality,
1: <laughs> which includes consciousness, right? Includes yeah. um. Uh, water includes sun and light and includes people people and co-creations and uh, agreements and, and trees and plants and uh,
0: insects, insects
1: insects and, and uh, bacteria bacteria and particles and yes. giant little tiny small big all different levels of things yep. all aligned under consciousness in a sense It's like the first question you ask if somebody says, Oh my God, this thing's killing me. I'm so much pain. This hurt. Or this is our. This is that. It's like, well, how is that serving you? Yep. Not what is it that's doing it. It's how is that? What is it that? What is that that this is bringing about? Why is it that you've got this? Like somebody's ear. Mm -hmm. They just don't want to hear something. Yep. So...
0: Or somebody's leg. Somebody's leg. To take a next step in their whatever trip journey.
1: That would be me. (laughs) But I am taking that step. I stopped being a fisherman.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm still shocked and surprised about that. But there's still a lot of work around that too though. Is there? Yeah. I think
1: so. I I don't even have a new pair of boots.
0: What happened to your boots?
1: They got big holes in them and stuff. They're not really fishing boots no more. Yeah. I mostly just wear my socks. can't go fishing in your socks. Everybody knows that.
0: Yes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, mm-hmm. anyway um, it's, imp- it's important to understand to some degree, and I think that's why people are attracted to the work that you put out, is that um, the foundational beliefs that you were raised on are for the most part only valid in a certain reality.
0: I was raised on?
1: Not you particularly, but us, everyone else, but
0: you. Oh, okay. So say that again, because I was like trying to remember what I was raised with and I, I didn't hear the, it's full sentence. So you said.
1: Most of us who are mm-hmm. here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not all, of course, there's some, some that were raised in different, different schools or different trains of thought or different mm-hmm. realities, but for the most yeah. part, all of us went to school. We went to kindergarten, we went to grade school, went to middle school, went to high school. And we learned science from a book and learned how to repeat it, et cetera, et cetera. Occasionally, we ran into really excellent teachers who taught us how to think, yes. truth, and uh, question, analyze, analyze. analyze, analyze yeah. and really deep thinking techniques. But yeah. for the most part, you know, if you go to work Monday, every two weeks you get a paycheck, here's what you do to get the paycheck, and the kids are happy, or they argue, or whatever, and, you know... There's 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 a structure that sort of like reinforces each part of it. So getting a house means you have a mortgage, means you have a payment, means your job needs to pay you every two weeks, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? Yes. So this is a, the pattern. a paradigm and a pattern. So the things that were being taught at the time created these foundational beliefs. Mm-hmm. Some of them we just accepted like that seems to make sense. We get sick because these little things that we can't see are flowing through the air because mm-hmm. people get sick and I don't know why so mm-hmm. that's good reason. Right. Invisible things.
0: Invisible things, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, those are the things that do it. Yeah. And if you're afraid of invisible things, you know. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy peasy. We can I can help you with these invisible things, trust me. I have some very it's, good science. <laughs> oh my god, It's all
0: snake oil in it? Yeah, oh when you get gosh. to the
1: the foundation of the snake oil, you find that it's complete and utter hogwash, but like everything, when you've been when you've been through the mm, down the path far enough that it doesn't no longer become a question thing that you would question. Like gravity means you sit on the bed and you're stuck there. Mm-hmm. You don't question it. It mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. these theories. They they are past the point of question. They're just how we organize everything, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not really questioned, but when you do go back to truth and we find that it's a complete and utter, um, non-uncontrolled mess. Mm-hmm. That puts you in a different position. That position moves you to this place where most people find themselves, um, as the outcast.
0: So darling, there's an invisible creature or item or particle yeah. that it's, it's, it's making your hair fall out. And I can't show you the actual one, but I can show you a computer model of it that I put together okay. and it shows you exactly what it is. And if I give you a, this tablet, it will kill that invisible thing that I can't show you in real life. Um, and your hair will grow back instantly. So here's the tablet. Take it.
1: Well, I don't need it. My hair is fine.
0: <laughs> no, actually, it's falling out. Okay, I'll eat it. Okay. Oh, it didn't work for
1: you. It mm. works for most people, though, huh?
0: Yeah. It, most people, you know, their hair will at least stop falling out. Um, maybe no, it won't grow back, but yeah.
1: Well, maybe you could tell it to other people. Let's just see if their hair grows back. <laughs> I think the point is, though, when you challenge people's fundamental realities, mm-hmm. they resist tremendously. They fight very hard. They do. And that's the part that uh, when uh, we become attracted to the work that you do and the information that you share, that for the most part uh challenges many people's foundational understandings of reality. Not all. a good portion of them some of them they see them they go oh Oh my my god i remember this is truly how foundational reality is Mm -hmm. and then they start going down the little path of exploring and expanding themselves and you know dropping off some of the other implants implanted things that they've come to accept as real like a virus for example Mm -hmm. if you tell somebody viruses aren't real they say uh, cuckoo. Yeah. But nuts. if you ask them to go explore how our viruses discovered and how do they prove them to exist and what do they are, they don't have a not even the first step of how that was done. Yep. See. And if they do if they do uh-huh. they have to um drop all of their sense of um <sighs> resistance to uh proofs, I guess. Yeah. They have to they have to believe in the higher power of scientism or something like that in order mm. to accept these are the results and their Nobel Prize laureate scientists said they are mm-hmm. and So we must mm-hmm. trust them. Even right. though history is filled with examples of the scientist
0: groups being, snake oil. being complete and utter yeah.
1: horseshit. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I kind of got off on a tangent there.
0: <laughs> Get off your high horse, honey.
1: <laughs> I think what I was, what I was trying to say is that uh today I read a post on Telegram. Oh you did? You have a wonderful Telegram page?
0: Yes. Oh you read my post?
1: Of course I read your post. Oh that's nice. And I saw that it had something to do with the many 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 tools that you've put out and uh-huh. you know you have a huge amount of content really. Yes. Vast. So vast that it's easy to get lost in it. And I did also notice there are questions new people showing up who have been exposed to a lot of these things who are going to have their realities in some senses challenged right, right and um oftentimes i think the best tool for that is something that handles your um i guess it's an ego ego pop it's like how could i have been so wrong
0: yeah it's it's really tough you know to To find out that something that you've based your entire life upon is wrong it's really really tough to do that
1: and then uh, it's also tough to you know recruit (laughs) co-creators who also understand some of these Mm -hmm. foundational beliefs are false right so you you're, you're surrounded by people who don't believe what you have now come to understand and you don't come to understand it because of a belief you come mm-hmm. to understand it because of a researched thoughtful knowing very and maybe um, intense introspection using truthing using whatever and you say oh this is actually the truth
0: mm-hmm. and you know sometimes those things come about because i just ask more questions so, for example, if somebody t- tells me, um, "Do you believe in God?" and I say, "Which God?" Immediately yeah. they go, um, "Well,
1: God, 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 of course." So,
0: which one are you talking about? You know, the the only one, the the only true God,
1: the one and true. Okay what does all. it
0: lo- what What does it look like? Is it male, female? Uh Well, um, I suppose it's male. Okay, what does it look like? Oh, do you mean the one the the old guy with the beard that sits on a throne in the sky? Well that's not really God, but yes you know, so immediately their reality starts breaking down when you ask the right questions. Oh, good. Or questions that are out of sync to what their usual script goes like. So if somebody asks you, do you believe in God? Most people would say no, I don't or yes I do. But I call it universal, blah, 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 right?
1: Right, right, right.
0: And when people have asked me, because, you know, uh, as a little child, I saw angels and spoke to angels. I I wrote a book about an interview with an angel and all that type of stuff. So people say, well, do you believe in angels? Well, no, I don't. I know they exist, so I don't believe in them. They're there. Sasquatch, the same thing. Most Native Americans... You say, "Do you believe in Sasquatches?" And they look at you. What do you mean, believe in them? Well, it's like, do, do you, believe you believe in trees, in elk? Yeah, do you believe in elk? Do you believe in bears, dogs, dogs cats? Um, uh, okay. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. What I don't know what do what you mean by that exactly, right? Right. So that's part of that difference difference of vocabulary, or even discourse, or even script that the person can fall into. And so a lot of these tools were created because I saw the script that people were running and I found ways to break it so that they could step out of that script and get better. Well,
1: at least step out of it long enough to see they're in a script.
0: Yeah. So that's get better. And I don't mean health-wise. I mean, get better because their awareness expands, get better because they step out of a program that they were using to damage themselves and others or... Get better because they're, they become more ascended or whatever, right? Right. And to me, ascension is an expansion of awareness. So yeah, it's, it's been really fascinating to me to have that type of conversation. And when this whole thing with the COVID thing started, I remember tapping into the energy lines and I thought, oh, there is no virus.
1: <laughs> I remember you saying that at the very beginning. i am like, oh you no. You caught me, yeah. Like, oh no, what is this now? Oh no. Now you're really going to challenge me, aren't you? Yes. So, I have learned over time to <laughs> withhold my um, knowing of what's right and wrong just at least long enough to give it a thorough investigation because... I would say 9 out of 10 times, but that's not right. 99 out of 100 times isn't (laughs) even right. Maybe 999,000 out of 102 million times. (laughs) You're pretty much spot on. Okay, you're just right. (laughs) (laughs) So where I think that I'm right or correct or my interpretation is correct, um, you know, it takes me a few minutes to, um, okay, a year (laughs) sometimes. It's come to the realization that, oh, you are actually correct.
0: It's really tough, though, you know?
1: Well, it's really tough because the vast majority of research that you can do is done to support the, the other. other. The research that you can do that supports what you might have brought in oftentimes doesn't exist. And if it does exist, it's not with people who are accepted authority, right? Mm-hmm. And authority, Mm. external authority, is what we are central in foundational paradigm built upon. Yeah. So, you cannot go outside. Why? Well, because there's an invisible blah blah that you could uh, give to somebody else and you won't even know you have it.
0: Um, okay. Are unicorns real?
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) obviously not. (laughs) The point being that...
0: I know, I'm belittling it. But it's, yeah, so sometimes I will scan into things and I see that it's actually wrong and everybody's saying that it's right and it's tough to say it because people fight it and, you know, I don't argue my point. I don't try to convince people. Basically, I just <laughs> state it and say, there you go, take it or leave it. I don't care if you do or don't. I mean, it's not going to change the world if you do or don't agree with what I say or what I see. Um My answer is go and truth it yourself. Check it out yourself. Don't just, and my job is not to convince you. My job is to just state what I see and then you go and truth it. Yeah,
1: that's my job. I love it. Yeah. Most of the times. Sometimes I find it a little challenging.
0: Sometimes you argue and...
1: Uh, argue and uh, fight uh, and uh, resist um, fight. and scratch and yeah. claws.
0: No, it no, no. It can't be. No, Honey, look, look, look no. at this.
1: Are you sure?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But, yeah, so... Oh, dang it. I don't know if to say that reality adjusts to fit what you say or what you say was right to begin with. One of the two.
0: Well... <laughs> you look under the hood, right?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: I've always liked looking under the hood. When I was very little, I was given a little, um music box. It was a really cute little music box. Yeah. And I opened it and this little girl came up and started dancing. Yeah. Like moving in circles while playing a classical piece. I thought it was marvelous. I thought it was the most amazing thing on the planet. And I asked, I can't remember whom, somebody older, like my sister or my mom or my dad. Not my dad, no, he wasn't around. Um, and they answered, oh, it's magic. And I looked at them and I trusted it I knew it wasn't real, it wasn't true. So what did I do? looked in the box i opened it up i found oh, a screwdriver oh my gosh and i opened it up and i saw the machines and i saw it working and then i pulled it all to tiny little pieces tiny little pieces all over the table <clears throat> and then i i knew what it worked how it worked you said all the pieces out and i knew how it worked so i put them and my mum came in and she said oh no you destroyed your present how could you do that I was like well, I wanted to find out how it worked. Now you'll never be able to put it back together again. And I said yes, I can because I know how it works. I can put it back together again, and they, nobody believed me because it was really small. And I can hardly use a screwdriver. But anyway, so I put it back together, and at first I had one screw extra <laughs> 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 I had an extra little screw, actually it was a little bolt thing yeah, yeah. oh my god, so I had to pull it apart again, it didn't work but it pulled it apart again, I stared at it and then, okay, yeah, I see where it, goes. it went wrong, so I put it back together again, I didn't have any spares that time and it worked, but it worked because I knew how it functioned I knew how why all the pieces were there so that therefore I was able to put it back together again so that's just an example of the, the, the mindset, I suppose that I came in with. I find out how things work because it fascinates me. And then I can put it, pull them apart and put them back together again. And the tools, what they do is they do that. So I see something that, a mechanization that's working inside of you mm-hmm. and I pull it apart, right? So I pull it apart energetically, I look at it and I pull it apart and then I know how it functions and how it's put back together again or how it was put there in the first place so the tool will then do that, that you do that the tool will be the screwdriver that you pull it all apart and see how it functions and then you either can put it back together and reintegrate it into yourself or release it you throw it in the trash brilliant Yeah, that's how it works
1: That's fantastic.
0: I think I would have made a great mechanic. Yep.
1: So I wanted to circle back for a moment, if that's okay.
0: (laughs) Yes, circle back, honey. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It had to do with the intensity. As the intensity increases, I thought that intensity might actually be equal to immediacy of your conscious creation. So mm. um, the anticipation that the intensity will drop, it will become less intense, mm. is uh, probably the wrong way to think about it. Similar to your um, Hopi message, mm-hmm. where the current gets stronger and you move off into the middle and you go with the current. Mm-hmm. Instead of hanging out to the edge resisting all the change that's occurring. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The immediacy is the intensity and the intensity is actually us moving into a higher dimensional sense of reality where our creations become real more immediately and more Mm -hmm. consciously. So the intensity for the next year is like, Oh, it's going to get more intense next year. And then you think, okay, after that, then it will come down. But in fact, no, the intensity is going to go up higher. Mm -hmm. But after that, okay, then it can relax and calm down. It's like, no, it's going to to become more (laughs) intense and more intense. The intensity is like you said in the beginning, in some minds equated with negative pushes and negative experience. Whereas the intensity is actually the immediacy of the experience. Mm-hmm. And um Okay. Right? So if we were to imagine a five D reality mm-hmm. as it was described in uh twenty eleven, twenty ten, two thousand, nineteen nineties, forever. By whom? all of the woo-woos?
0: I don't recall that description, can you
1: five D? Do you know yeah. what five D reality is? No. That's the new paradigm. How the how the how the channelers might describe it. How the um
0: See, it's like there's ten thousand descriptions. That's why I was tricking you into that question.
1: Ten thousand descriptions? Yeah. Okay, think. my description of the five D reality as I understood it? Okay. Yes. Was that we moved from a sluggish sense of reality where you make some thoughts you have some thinkings and um time passes by before um it appears mm. so you have a little time delay between thinking about crashing your car and actually crashing your car otherwise <laughs> all the cars will be crashed
0: it's negative again
1: that's a for example okay and you're thinking about i have a million dollars in my bank okay and then you I like that could one. maybe um scratch off ticket or something And then a million dollars appears. Uh I'm sure everyone's had that experience, Uh or maybe just you.
0: (laughs) A million dollars? No.
1: Well, you should have thought about that.
0: Well, I only needed like twenty bucks for some bread.
1: I know you only needed twenty bucks for some bread, but if you had a million dollars, you could have bought a lot of bread
0: and shared a lot of
1: bread and maybe given me some bread. I know, but we all need some bread, baby. Give (laughs) me some bread. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, anyway, the concept as I understood it, Mm -hmm. was as we shifted reality paradigm from the one that we existed in to a higher frequency reality, the immediacy between thought and real would Mm -hmm. become shorter to the point where it was almost immediate or if not totally completely immediate. And all of our co-creating, I think it kind of is in a way now, but it's persistent. Like you have a thought and you have a thing and it sticks around for a while before it is easily moved and budged, mm-hmm. keeping it um, solid. So in a 5D, is more like a dream, where you're dreaming about sailing your boat down the ski slopes. I mean, yeah, obviously, your boat's not going to go skiing, but here you are, skiing down the sea, ski slopes. In a boat, and okay. You get to the bottom, and you park your boat at the tropical island. You get out, and you sit on your bench and have a virgin pina colada, because you love the taste of coconut, but definitely not rum. <laughs> right. And you sit in the sand, you put your toes in the sand, and you can slip <laughs> right into the sand and <laughs> out into the water. Mm-hmm. That's what a 5D reality might be like. You know, oh. They're not linear, and they're immediate. As yeah. your thoughts flow, so does that. Okay. Now, of course, when you add in co-creators, who are also having similar um, thoughts and experiences, where they merge and match, pretty massive pretty massively interesting. <laughs> yes. But completely different. Uh-huh. And so if you want to have high frequency experiences, obviously without... What is a puppy? Look at her sitting. She's <laughs> so
0: cute. She's if anybody
1: ever leg. wants to have the cutest dog in the world, too late. We already got her.
0: Yeah, we have her. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's standing on her back legs
1: looking out the window. It's like a little <laughs> ferret. Yeah. Watching Dan play with the chickens, I think. Let's see what she's looking at. I don't know. No? She
0: saw something up there.
1: Maybe it was the crows.
0: Yeah.
1: A- anyways. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> if you want to,
1: If you want to have a 3D, the current paradigm experience, we have multiples of frequencies having experiences together. It needs to be slowed, I think, in order to have agreed upon experiences. Right. So when we shift into intensity, which is immediacy, mm-hmm. those things become more and more and more and more immediate. Mm right mm-hmm. so the mixing becomes less and less and less what's the word um compatible got it can't mix them can have a high frequency experience with the low frequency person right there co-creating the same experience at the same time right <laughs> whereas before you can to some degree have separate bubble experiences okay that's my thought what do you think
0: yep i like it i like that interpretation of intensity of energies
1: so don't be afraid of intensity
0: no don't be Just- afraid of it
1: Just move into. Yeah. That's um,
0: definitely, you know what? I would tweak it a little bit. I would say that that's a way to use the intensity of frequencies right now in energies and experience. That's definitely fuel for your, for your manifestations. And I can see why you would put it together like that. Okay. Yeah. But to me, the intensity is literal. The energies are more intense. What does intense mean? They're amplified, they're louder, they're bigger, they're more more impinge in your life and your field of energy more than they did before. And yes, you can actually use those energies that intensity to create both negative and positive experiences very quickly, because they are so intense. <laughs> right.
1: It reminds me. Yesterday we were scrying in the creek. Remember? We hadn't oh done that gosh. for months with a new student. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the student. results were amazing. Yeah. PB showed up.
0: Yep. Yeah. Literally. Not you know, one she of She didn't the,
1: just walk over and say, oh,
0: rough, rough, rough. I mean, one was, so the the methodology is one that is a mix between what I use and Larry uses. We we merged them and create a new methodology of scrying, scrying through water and crystals in a moving body of water. Right, right. Um and I think it's fabulous personally. Speaking. I totally agree. Yeah. And um anyways, uh, I guess we can I guess
1: we can share some of the images.
0: Yeah, we can share some images.
1: We'll some, but, share them on like Talk With Me Now or what yeah. or Walk With Me Now?
0: Uh we can put them in the tele one maybe well, I guess
1: we could put walk some on Telegram too.
0: Walk with me now would be a good place for them, yes. Okay, right, maybe both. Alright, telegram and walk with me now. <laughs> yeah. So if you're
1: interested to see those. Yeah, you and know we where can we'll
0: put We'll put PV's one in there so you can see what yep. came up on the images.
1: <laughs> Maybe PV's it will be the uh image for uh the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so um that intensity, like I said a year ago, you need to step out of the low frequency engagements and experiences and indulgences because anything you feel is gonna be intensified. It's gonna be made more and more loud and it's gonna have instant repercussions. So don't indulge in the negative stuff and also the positive stuff, right? Right. So, like, make sure that you stay high frequency, okay? And it's not... High frequency doesn't mean good thoughts. It's all about emotions. And it doesn't mean suppressing your negative emotions. And here we go back to the tools that I use, right? The tools that I use and i put together and, and released are very much part of that you deconstruct the low frequency emotion and then you can choose whether you want to put it back together again and in, in, uh, integrate it into your life or you can release it and there's no judgment except that if you do put negative experiences or emotions or programs into your life or you keep them in your life they're going to have negative results you're going to have suffering and pain and all that type of stuff so if you don't want that, then don't keep them. And the intensity, yes, is not either negative or positive. The intensity makes those amplified. It makes those programs amplified. It makes those thoughts and experiences amplified. So, and very quick, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. they come up very fast. They come up and bite you in the ass if they're negative or send you to the highest experience in the beautiful, filled world that this guy amazing planet is immediately also
1: <laughs> excellent yeah so uh sort of as a surprise i think maybe now because uh you have your psychic tarot cards out are you going to be pulling a card yes are you going to share is the question going to be about how to handle this intensity
0: Ooh, that's a great one i love it let's and do would that you one.
1: ask um who would you ask are these cards linked to?
0: Oh, they link to a few, to a few um, higher cells of ours, hmm. like our own higher cells. They're linked to Gaia. They're linked to the human collective, high frequency expression. They're linked to the universe.
1: Would it be possible for those cards to link into the low frequency human collective and find out how they would suggest you handle intensity?
0: I wouldn't do the low-frequency human collective, no. Why not? Because I don't engage with them, I don't connect with them, and I don't want my cars connected to them. I can see their game. I don't need to get any advice from them, you know? (laughs) Well, I was
1: just wondering, in curiosity's sake, it's like, oh, you should do X, Y, Z, and then you could look out and say,
0: ah, they're doing that right there. I don't really want to get advice from the low-frequency collective because I don't want to play their game.
1: Well, I know, but if you know their game. I
0: already know then you their don't game. don't play their game. Exactly. I already know their game. It's pain, suffering, fear, enslavement, power over others.
1: Okay, so without connecting your cards or asking them, if I said, how would they suggest that we handle the intensity? I think they would probably say, go get a vaccine.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, get a vaccine, mask, or go protect yourself. With the vaccine, get guns and lock yourself in your house. Make sure nobody else gets in there because they're going to um, fill you up with uh, with the viruses and stuff. That's what they'll say.
1: Oh, basically, what they're saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Any tricks they use to ensnare um, high-frequency people to engage in their low-frequency game?
0: Yeah, oh, yes. lots, So yeah. when they're tricking a high self But here's
1: scene, the thing. But when, when they're not I, tricks. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I wanted to get at. They're not tricks, right? No. They're invitations that you accept. Yes. No one at a higher self level is actually tricked anymore. And that's part of the reason you're here, right? What? Because the trick... We
0: have an engine sound yeah, inside the truck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> driving to the res, baby. I don't know if they can hear it. Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't hear it. Yeah, I'm, warming up, I'm warming up my engine, getting ready to go. We're on uh, our way. okay. So the, the past circumstance that brought you to be here was the, um, violation of free will through tricking higher selves I guess um, coercing or violating the free will of a higher self, something like that. How can you explain that?
0: I don't know what you're referring to, so I couldn't really say.
1: Okay, so I heard at some time or other that our, there was a violation of free will on the planet and that and low-frequency engagements were presented as the only choice mhm and that was a trick or a violation of free will mhm and that um the resolution was to make the decisions clear visible and not and without trick without um coercion tric- triction
0: oh no they can see i mean people choose to be tricked that's part of their free will choice.
1: Well, that's the thing is now you're choosing to be tricked. Mm-hmm. And in the past, there was a, you didn't even know that there was a choice that you could be tricked.
0: Right. But uh, no, no, that well, wasn't the, it. No, either. that's not it.
1: No. I guess I'll have to look it up.
0: Yeah, I think the, put it into context. Violation of
1: free will. Yeah. What was the violation? Yeah. There was a violation of free will or wasn't yes, there? Yes,
0: there was. And what um, was that? And the resulting, um, response from, uh, oh, the, that, that, um low frequency experiences experiences were forced onto individuals who hadn't said yes here on the planet right and uh the low frequency entities were brought in in more numbers without the, the consent of the human collective on earth and um so that opened the door then for billions of high-frequency beings to be incarnated on Earth as human beings. I think that's what you're referring to?
1: Could be, could be.
0: Yep, I think that's it. Anyways, so what was the point behind it? Honey? Hello? What was the point behind it?
1: <laughs> um, oh, that, uh, the people who you think, oh, they're using these games and tricking you to make a low frequency choice when you're a high frequency person, it's just not true. Not true. The, the choices are aware, high frequency, or rather, aware, oh, uh, <laughs> There's No trickery, there, <laughs> there's no trickery. higher self choices, yes, they and are. the apparent trickery is just part of the game to make it seem maybe you. either easy or blameless or whatever. Right, it's exactly. like, Oh, I didn't know but yeah. the, that isn't a, a true excuse no. because the data is available, yes, you can find certainty, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if you are running around without certainty on some choice, it's on purpose mm-hmm. to help you bring about the The higher self-choice that you've made.
0: Exactly, the higher self-choice you've already made.
1: You've already made, or somebody else has already made. Mm -hmm. And that's part of why, no matter how many times you tell them something...
0: It's not going to make a difference. Because you think
1: they should pick the reality you picked.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like it goes in one ear and completely through and out the other, or they heard a completely different set of things, or they didn't pay any attention (laughs) at at all. (laughs) Or they totally agreed with you, and the next day did it anyway.
0: Yeah, and also they mishear, because... I've had so many situations where people say, you said X, Y, Z, and that's why I did X, Y, Z, and I'm like, what? I've never said that. That's impossible. So no, no, you did No, no, I did not. I did not say that because why would I say that? That's completely against what I'm teaching, so why would I say it? So okay, so, but you did, okay, send me the quote, and we can discuss it because if I did, it was a big boo-boo, man. They never send me a quote. Never. Never. I never get a quote saying showing me that I said it nice.
1: Probably cuz you didn't say it but they heard it.
0: Exactly. They heard it. So even in that level
1: even in that people level, they will hear what they you hear. Hear want to hear. Yeah. I guess that makes sense.
0: Mhm.
1: Well, our truck sounds good.
0: That's the other truck.
1: Yeah. It sounds like a hot rod. Hot rod. But it's the uh, <laughs> opposite of that. I think
0: it does forty-five, <laughs> and the windshield falls
1: out. Oh yeah, the windshields might not fall out for very much longer because
0: is that the dad's midnight
1: auto is fixing it? Yeah.
0: Oh nice. All right.
1: <laughs> so give me a card on intensity, and who are you connecting with?
0: Okay, so I am connecting. Oh, that's really fascinating. Uh, so remember how we talked about angels earlier?
1: Oh yes, the believing Angel in collective? angels. Or yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The Angel Collective. And I said, well, I don't believe in them because I know they're real. Remember that?
1: I think you wrote a book about them. Yes. I think you met them, talked to them. Yeah. That's called uh, Interview with an Angel. Yes. I highly suggest it if you want to have your mind blown to a million <laughs> bits.
0: Yes. All right, so... In a good way. The angel that popped up... Guess who it is?
1: Gabriel. Yes. Yes. You
0: can feel him? Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's going to give us... Use the cards to give us some advice about how to work with this intensity that we're in the middle of, and we'll be getting even more stronger.
1: Oh, (laughs) how exciting.
0: Yes, exciting, right? (laughs) I mean,
1: it's foreboding. Maybe no. It's exciting. Oh, yes.
0: What I would say before Angel Gabriel even talks to us through the cards is that don't indulge in negative frequencies. Just don't go there step out of it immediately. And if you don't know how to, go to IneliaBenz.com. There's like gazillions of articles and tools to show you how to step out of those negative energies and engagements, okay? Frequencies, experience, energies, engagements, all of those. Just don't do it. Don't engage in those at all because the intensity will grab you negatively. Do, however, feed and indulge in high-frequency experiences, um, and do, and there's also tools for to do that on my website, inelevents.com. So, okay. Gabriel is going to give us a card to show us. Okay. Got it. And the, the deck is called the Psychic Tower Oracle deck by um, John Holland. Um, like one little note before I share the card about my decks that I use. Um, I have heard that the Ancestor Cards person who wrote them is fully vaccinated. I don't know if he's still alive. Fully vaccinated and everything, totally bought the Kool-Aid and isn't on that path. Um, He wrote the cards and created them before this particular choice in time. So I still use them. Uh, Another set of cards that I really love was created... By a lady, uh, what was her name? Do you remember her name?
1: Yeah, but I can't say it. Why? I forgot.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, anyways, she, about a couple of three years ago, became a born again Christian. Right. And she was the authority in, uh, fairy cards and angel cards and all these beautiful, beautiful decks. Um, and but then she said that they were channeled by the devil and all sorts of horrible things. Uh, however, the cards that she created at the time with her co-author are absolutely amazing, beautiful, beautiful cards. And they're very, very accurate and high frequency. So I still use it. Oh yeah. Doreen Virtue. So I don't buy any of her new stuff and I don't listen to what she's teaching right now. I don't go anywhere near her because she is totally hijacked, but her old stuff is really good. So, even though she did use a lot of the God, angel, God thing, you know, oh, God wants you to be happy type energy. Mm -hmm. um, It wasn't like completely hijacked at the time. So, I can easily interpret it as, you know, your higher self. Right, right. So, uh. I'm just saying that because I don't know what John Holland is doing right now. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> or what so, he writes or what he says. Or yeah,
0: he so if I use a tar- a, a, car- a, a tarot deck or, a, or or an oracle deck, it doesn't mean that the person is still good, That does it? But the deck itself, if it's still in print, um is good. Okay, so here we go. The card is... New, new be- Beginnings. beginnings.
1: Oh
0: oh my gosh yeah. And the image what pops from me is this lady is an image and she's actually walking on Gaia on earth she's and there's a door behind her with a big wall she came out she's came out of that door I think and stepping forward away from it into this new world and she's very happy she's smiley and she's got all hair ducks in a row she's got a, a nice bag in her back she's
1: ready for her journey uh,
0: yeah she's ready for her journey she's got a staff and yeah she is in a good place stepping into the new world and fully ready so that is the card that we're getting on how to deal with this intensity and it actually makes sense right it totally because, completely makes sense yeah it totally does yeah because it's exactly what I was saying leave the all behind the door is closed behind her she didn't yeah. leave the door open it's no. just closed she's Very ready closed. to go and she's yeah. heading
1: into her new reality new world. with yeah. no consideration whatsoever for what's behind her
0: exactly she's totally leaving that behind and stepping stepping stones into the new world and her new world her new creation
1: I really like that thank you um, Gabriel
0: Yes, thank you, Gabriel. I think that's, that's perfect amazing. advice. It is very it's
1: perfect. It's like, how do I use all this intensity? Oh, duh. Create a new <laughs> paradigm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's cool. Well, how are you feeling, honey? Do you feel complete?
1: I don't think we could be more complete.
0: Perfect. How about you? I feel complete, too.
1: Excellent. I love you, babe.
0: I love you, too, babe.